That's uh, Toys with a Z. It is LeVac and Gaz. Happy Friday, everybody. I've, um, it's, I, I heard this earlier. I was walking through the halls here at iHeart, and I heard one of our uh, sister stations, one of the morning shows, go, Hello, everybody. When we're back on Monday, it'll be two weeks to Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> it was like a gut punch. Like, how does it be? How is it so close? Like, how does that happen? 2023 is gone. The holidays are here. It is two weeks from Monday. The big day, the big man, the big fella will be officially arrive. I guess Christmas Eve he arrives, depending on how you work a clock. Maybe it comes after midnight. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't, you're, you're not supposed to use the stuff until the next day. So, right? That's right. Like, like, I remember when I was a kid, I couldn't go out. I couldn't touch the tree until everyone was awake. So, like, anything that was any present that was wrapped or unwrapped under the tree, whether it was from Santa Claus or my parents or my brothers or sisters, whatever it was, if it's under the tree, you can't touch it. The stocking was fair game. That was how they, that was the negotiation that we made. Oh. Well, because if they didn't give me something, I was just going to sit in the hall and stare at them like a creepy child. Because I, I didn't sleep as a child. It was unnecessary. I wanted my toys. I well, wanted everything under the tree. The whole childhood. You stayed yeah. up the entire time. I, yeah. Uh, there's stories about me like sitting up and just talking. <laughs> like my my brother and sister were convinced I was possessed. You were in the ring before the movie came out. I am. I am Samara. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, it was. It's weird. Like so. It you know kind of makes sense that like I would have sleep apnea and snoring and all that stuff. Like I've never. I've never been a sound sleeper. I've always. Uh, I saw a, a gif the other day. It was like, do you sleep on your? Do you sleep on your left side or your right side? And it's, and it's like, the, the answer is, listen, B, I, I spin like a rotisserie chicken. Like I go, like, that's, that's me. Like I woke up under my bed once I rolled under out of bed, bed and under my bed. Um, I rolled out of bed on, in our, in our camper once and hit the ground. I was on the top bunk. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's always been me. I, that's always me. So, so now put on top of that, that I'm excited that Santa Claus is coming and you know, Probably three o'clock in the morning. I'm up. Let's go. One of the Let's best. Go. One of the best parts about Christmas. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, Hanukkah has started. If you're Kwanzaa, surprises, things you don't expect. Those are those great Christmas moments. Welcome to Thursday Night Football, featuring the Steelers and the uh, Patriots. Don't Lech. rush to it. Don't okay, rush to it. Right. I don't even want to talk. About all right, it. that was a good I, segue. I thought. I, I, I was going to tell you one more thing about the stocking. Uh oh. As I got older, you know, there's there's things that change as you get older about like how much Santa brings, stuff like that. One year in an attempt to keep me in my room, my mother used a rubber band and hung the stocking on the outside of my bedroom door. So I swing the door open and that thing, uh, it, it shoots off. And then with the full force of the rubber band comes back and it was as if Santa himself had kicked me in the old uh, family jewels. It was a man. I hit the, Terrible. I hit the ground. I hit the ground. It was great. It was an unintentional prank for my mother. She thought she was doing something sweet. But she got me right in the right in the goonie goo. Your mom assaulted you on Christmas morning, Un, unintentionally. But yes, and 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 looking back, very like, you know what? I if I if I'd ever had a son, I would have done it. I would have done that. Oh what? hell yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, listen, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And a, and a Santa Claus kick to the uh, to the Nards is is the way to go. It happens. All right, now do you want to talk about Thursday Night Football? I have a lot of follow ups to that. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm ready. I'm I'm prepared for. Uh, I'm prepared. I'm not scared rather not yeah you do yeah you want to know she hit me with a car twice when we were delivering newspapers what yeah these things happen listen you wonder why i'm as tough as i am i was forged in fire just like the firebirds that's the hashtag forged in fire 
Why was Pittsburgh and New England good? How did that happen? It was actually a competitive game. And, and I want I do want to you and I both our our play of the day yesterday. We were we were garbage. Like I I admit it, you admit it. However, with the exception of our guy Steve Duncan over at Mohawk, who did literally tell us both before he left, like, I'm betting against you because you're wrong. Um, and then proved it to me he did. Uh, everyone who, like, I had, I ended up with, like, 10 text messages last night from various people going, guess you blew that under because it was 30.5. And I went, and I was, you know, I, was gonna, I ignored the first two or three. And then I started replying. Because it... it <laughs> I'm at 72% this year in fantasy versus reality. That's coming up, by the way. Like 420-ish. 72%, which means, what, 29 wins, 11 losses. Have any of you texted me about any of those picks, the 29 (laughs) wins? No. So the fact that you felt the need to come at me for the Patriots-Steelers under, I was was like, you know, I'm coming out swinging. I'm coming out swinging. And, uh... I was and maybe I was a little aggressive, but it's all right. I, yeah, I I'm more than happy to tell you when I when I blow a bet. I'll do it. I'm not scared. It's you know, but that I was just like, really? You guys saw this thing going over in the in before the half? No, I like most people. I can't give that credit to. Again, uh, Steve over at Mohawk. You get you you said it politely when it happened. I told you you were crazy, and then you won. You had every right. To talk smack. Everybody else, if you're not going to celebrate my victories, don't think you're going to be able to dance on my grave when I lose. I would say confidently or maybe quite. I think politely would have been a nice way to put it for Steve. Dunn. More of a, you two are wrong. And he knew we were wrong. And you were yeah. right. So, you know, he was, yeah, he was, he was just like, he, it was, it started with, you serious? You really going to bet the under? And I was like, yeah, no, 100%. Because it, it doesn't. It's so low, they're begging you to bet the over, which means, you you know, based on the way that I, I wager, I I have to plug my nose and go, ooh, this is stinky, like a diaper, at, at, you know, while you're potty training your kids, and 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 play the play. And he went, nah, it's a bad idea. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, he goes, what happens if you get 10 points in one quarter? I go, well, then the game will probably be like 10 total, total points. Like, you know, it'll be 7-3, final score. And he laughed. He went, oh, I'm going against you. And I was like, okay. you know." And then he did. And, he, and so I, I gave – that was a continuing conversation. People I haven't talked to in months, like like my parents who have been dead for years, texted me last night and told me – no, that's not true. No, they happen. didn't. They didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what if they did? Um, the ring. The I ring. am the child. <laughs> like, we got you again, fatty. So in a quick conversation – I hadn't seen these guys in a while. I actually got up and shook Quinn's hand because I hadn't seen him in so long. I saw Quinn and Cantera this morning on Picks 106. Yeah, I like to be up early for once. And <laughs> – Cancera, I said he's a big Patriot fan. Hey, Patriot looks pretty good last night. Turn, he goes, yeah, I don't know what to do. It's one of these games. I want that higher pick. I want a quarterback. I need something, guys. This is not what I need right now. Patriots winning games all of a sudden. So Patriot fans, I think Cantera speaks for many of them when it's an odd season that the Patriots for 20-plus years have been so good, and now you're rooting for the future. Look, New York fans have gone through this with the Giants and the Jets and even the Bills so not too long ago, years ago, removed no pre-Josh Allen, but this has happened. Zeke Elliott gets in the end zone. Patriot look good. Here's what bothered me about last night's game. And you and I do this for a living. We're talking about local radio versus national radio, how local fans, you, the voice of the Capital Region sports fan listening, might view your favorite teams locally and in New York versus how the national media views it. Pittsburgh radio 
ready to destroy Mike Tomlin. I don't know if they just want clicks or they just got nothing else to talk about. National media, and I think everybody outside of Pittsburgh, thinks Mike Tomlin's a fantastic coach. But after Matt Canada gets fired, they didn't blame a backup quarterback. They didn't blame the GM. All the blame last night that I saw, LeVac, maybe you saw something different, all the blame from the local Pittsburgh talking heads was placed at Mike Tomlin, which still well, feels unfair and irrational, but they look terrible. But it can't always all be on Tomlin for how good he's been in Pittsburgh. No, but I did I did say this yesterday, that even though it's got to be great to never have a losing record, it's, it is frustrating to not win at all. So it's been... This is the you know this is the Steelers. They're one of the you know proudest franchises in the history of the NFL. There's fan base everywhere. I'll go even further. American sports, all of it: baseball, football, basketball, hockey. One of the premier American professional sports franchises, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three coaches in the history of the franchise: Chuck Knox, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. Yep. So I I can you you know that at some point. That always the bridesmaid thing. Like, yeah, just because we're getting invited to the wedding doesn't mean we don't want to have our own. Like, it's it's it, it's growing, it's building, it's something you can see happening. So, I I understand why they're going off on him. Um, the only thing I would Chuck Knoll. Sorry, I said Chuck Knoll. Oh, sorry, Chuck Knoll. Oh, okay, I didn't even hear you say it. Actually, I stopped listening to you like like three. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, but it, but there's a point where you look at it and you go, "Hey, it's great that you always get us to a winning record, but I, we want to win it all again." You wanted Kenny Pickett; he's mixed reviews. You've backed him up with Mitchell Trubisky, which I thought was a good backup, and Mason Rudolph behind that. I, you know, that's a, that's a decent quarterback room. You would think that would be a good time, but <clears throat> ultimately speaking, the only way I would say don't consider replacing your head coach because you want to win it all and you are a team that's won it all as as much as anyone is unless you know like you who do you want to replace him with like who's the guy out there that you're saying hey look i love what mike tomlin's done for the team he's going to go in the ring of honor he's going to do this he's going to do that we're going to hollowed and whatever but it's time to move on the message is lost we need Jim Harbaugh to be our head coach. We need Bill Belichick to be our, like, I don't have a name right now that I am so confident would be a better head coach for you right now than Mike Tomlin. That's the thing. Unless you can say, you know, obviously I go on the Raiders fan pages. I think Antonio Pierce deserves the rest of this season to legitimately prove he either does or does not deserve to be the Raiders head coach. He didn't let uh, Bisaccia do it, whatever. I go on the fan pages, and he's either the savior of the universe or the dumbest person who's ever lived, but each one of those people has who they want him replaced by. And that's the thing. Who's, like, top of your head, guys? Is there a college coach? Is there somebody that you would you would legitimately go, this is who we need? And I don't have one. Not only is there not somebody that I would have in mind to replace Mike Tomlin, I've said this throughout the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they've continued to find ways to win and their schedule lined up for them to be a playoff team with a bad roster and what seemed to be a bad offensive coordinator. I would put Mike Tomlin ahead of anybody. McVay's pretty close, but I still give Sean McVay's agent a lot more credit because his resume is not too far off from Zach Taylor's resume in Cincinnati or Kyle Shanahan's resume for the Niners. 
both have gone to Super Bowls as young offensive coaches. Shanahan's done it with less quarterback, and Taylor did it with the Bengals, who have basically never been there. Tomlin's in the conversation of any coach in any sport. He might rank number one to get that opening. Leader of men, winning seasons, Super Bowls, everything else. So, look, the blame goes— I mean, that's a good point, too, Like, because if Mike Tomlin's not employed— He's the answer for a lot of teams like, well, who would you rather have than your coach? That guy. (laughs) Everywhere, everywhere. College, professional, everywhere is the answer. So Pittsburgh, it feels like they just sometimes in this medium, sometimes being a sports fan, you see all your friends talking about how much your quarterback sucks or how much your head coach is awful. And you feel like, hey, if that's what everybody's talking about, I probably should talk about that. There are some teams that are exceptions to the rules. I would say the Patriots were, but welcome to 2023. That's not exactly the case anymore. The Steelers would feel like that, too. Mm, After last night's game, it definitely doesn't feel like that way in the Steel City. Can Pittsburgh still be a playoff team? Uh, Yeah, the schedule will allow it. It will, but somehow, someway, I snuck out of power rankings this week. Thank goodness. Because uh, Pittsburgh would have been hard for me to evaluate in comparison to teams like the Colts, the Broncos, the Texans, teams who also might be competing of the Bills, Teams that would be competing for that wild card spot. Is Pittsburgh one of the top seven? Mm, After last night's game, I think I'm fair to say they're not one of the top seven. Even though they're ranked, uh, in my mind, they're lower. Like you said, mathematically, it's still a path to get there. Again, if you've got six six Super Bowls, you haven't won one since 2008. Like That was the thing with Cowher. Remember, Cowher got his in 2005. So he'd already been the coach for a while, and he... He rose to it. It's almost the like Tomlin won it too early. So now everybody's been waiting for that next one, and it just hasn't happened. So I can see – again, I, I get it. Like, dude, it's, we're fans. We're not supposed to make sense. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are currently in eighth place, seven and six, right behind the Texans, the Colts, the Browns, um, right in front of the Broncos. I think the Broncos will get in there. The Bills – things are setting up for the Bills to be able to make a run if they win, out, if they win some games. The Steelers' schedule is just so – it's just – I mean, you, you you counted the Patriots as a win until last night. Uh, Colts are good, but then Bengals without Burrow. I think the Seahawks are fake. I think you got the Ravens. No, maybe, you know what? I changed my mind. Steelers are now out. They're out. Yeah, there it is. Unless Kenny Pickett comes back and just starts starts dealing. Um, you mentioned a team in there, LeVac, that I don't feel as confident anymore either. Who's that? That would be the Buffalo Bills. That will – I mean <laughs> – I'm not going to blame you for not being confident right now. They're out. <laughs> they're, on, they're on the outside looking in. This is a, I don't even know if they show up in the, in the hunt. As, as You know how you had, like, when the graphics shows up? Yeah. Are they in the hunt? I don't even know if they show up on graphics as in the hunt right now. Uh, six and six. They're 11th if the season ended today. They got to go on a run. They got, they're, I mean, they got to beat Kansas City this week. That, that's that's the big part. Start there. Kansas City's got to lose back-to-back games. Which they could. That's possible. My situation for Buffalo is far less about the talent on the roster and more about what's happened over the last 24 before, hours. Yeah, before yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. let me ask you one more question yeah, about last yeah, night's sure. game. Because that's that's we're going to get deep into it with that one. That's got we got to have a minute with that one. But Bailey Zappi, what the hell is he? <laughs> what is he? Because he, he, was, he was waived. He was put on the practice team, and then last night he looked, he looked Brady esque with some of the passes he was making. Is Bailey Zappi good? Yo, Bailey Zappi, you good? No, no. For some reason, have you seen the movie Don't Look Up? Have you seen that movie on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to spoil the movie here. Three. You shouldn't look up. Two. One. At the end of the movie, they go to the other planet and the aliens are there. I felt like what you just did was a scene from the movie. Like, Bailey Zappi, what the hell are you? Like, you're looking at aliens. Like, if you had to name an alien, Bailey Zappi is a pretty good start to the name of an alien. Is he good? No. He had a good game. He's maybe a backup quarterback. Honestly, I don't know any other teams that probably would want a Western Kentucky quarterback. I don't know why Belichick is obsessed with him. He's We played like the value game. The Jets fans will understand this. Jets fans will get that there are people on your roster that no one else in the league saw value in. Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Nathaniel Hackett. They kept popping uh, Tim Boyle. But because Rodgers wanted him, it happened. That's kind of my take on Bailey Zappi. I don't know what the value is for the alien, Bailey Zappi. But the Patriots love him. It, it, well, he, again, he can do that. He's done that before, too. Like, he's he's had those games. And the Steel, Steelers' defense is not as good as we thought it was. Uh, T.J. Watts banged up. They've lost a bunch of linebackers. It's 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 the core of that defense is missing. So I it, it's a little different. But still, if you told me that one of those two quarterbacks was going to go out there and dice, I would not have – I would have picked, I would have picked Trubisky. Because at least he's been on the Steelers roster all year, he didn't get he didn't get set to the he didn't get set to Siberia on the practice squad and available to everybody through waivers. So that that was it was. I think I texted you at one point and said I've never been so upset to watch a good, a good game on Thursday yes, night. Yes, did. Yeah, because it's just I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna be a terrible game. I was I was so off and and they they were on. They played good. It was it was you know it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. They're not coming back. It's there. There is no tomorrow for the for the Pats, but it was at least it was an entertaining game. Could mean something for Pittsburgh though. Tiebreakers in Week 18, yeah, losing think, a game to New England. I think you're right. I think you convinced me. Pittsburgh's done. I think you convinced me because there's there's so many like not to do a power rankings for you, but if you look at if you look at the AFC, obviously Dolphins, Ravens, Chiefs, um, they're better. I, the Jags, I don't know what to expect from them. I mean, Trevor Lawrence might play this week. He might very well. He he's been in practice participating, but if he's if he comes back at any point, they're far better than you. Uh, Cleveland, the defense is better than yours, so I guess they're a better team. But the Colts are sneaky good. The Texans, the Tank Dell thing hurts. I don't know. The AFC is kind of falling apart. Some some lackluster teams are going to sneak into that six and seven spot. Because the AFC is just so beat up right now. And, and I, I as a Raiders fan, I volunteer as tribute to be one of those lackluster teams <laughs> that makes it into the playoffs. All right, let's let's I, I think I need to brace myself before we get into that. Let's, let's do let's talk about this Bills situation. It it is <laughs> tell me you lost a team without telling me you lost a team is kind of the way I, I'm I'm putting this thing together. But I will tell you this. I love this time of year, I love I love giving gifts. Getting gifts is tough for me because I'm I have no I have I go get what I want. Like I just go do it. Like I wanted a Black Widow Silverado. I went to Mohawk Chevrolet. I got a Black Widow Silverado. Um, I, you might want a Silverado. You might want an Equinox. They have amazing red tag specials on select Equinox and Silverados on the lot. They have over 140 new vehicles ready to go. They will buy your vehicle. They'll they'll get your vehicle ready to go. Like. I, I love I love this time of year, but again, it's hard for me because I have the things I want. 
I spent today trying to find that my daughter said, I need to know what to get you for Christmas. So what I did, because I don't, I don't really want her to spend her money on me, is I, I picked the most expensive things I want, and I gave her a list of those. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Why? think about Well, because it's because she can't do it. She's not gonna, she won't be able to do it. So she'll go get me like a card or whatever. It'd be nice. So I was like, you know what I, you know what I really want? The only thing I think my truck is missing is uh, a brush guard. I think a brush guard would make ScarJo look even meaner, you know, like braces almost. And uh, and so my daughter told me she a doesn't know what that is, and b she's not she's not going to do it. And I went, okay, that's fine. I was like, you, you can at least call Uncle Andy over at Mohawk Chevrolet, Aunt Katie. They're all they're family when we need something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're family all the time. The Mohawk family, but it's like like that's where I'm at. I I've realized that my truck is the favorite my favorite thing I have. I own a house. I like my truck better. <laughs> my daughter's the only thing I, I value higher than the truck. Sorry, guys, you got demoted. I was wondering where I ranked on this list. Hang on. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're on the list. I, I'll give you that. I just won't tell you where. But it's amazing all the all the value, all the great things, and to be part of the Mohawk family makes such a difference. Service, sales, all of it. Get to Mohawk Chevrolet together. Let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Let's talk bills next on Fox Sports Radio, ninety-five nine and nine eighty. The holidays are here. Timing is perfect for you to shop the great deals at Mohawk Chevrolet with over 140 new vehicles right there on the lot. And in honor of the giving season, they're offering red tag specials and select Silverados and Equinox models. So maybe go get the tires done, do all the great stuff to take care of the vehicle. Take a look at these Silverados. These Equinox, love my Silverado. Used to have an Equinox, love that too. But it's all going on right now at Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they go out of their way to please you. I wax my brows, chin, back, legs, underarms, bikini, ears, toes. And it makes me feel so, so smooth. Whoever you are, whatever you wax, European Wax Center makes everybody smooth. No one does wax like us. Come see for yourself and your first wax is free. Book at WaxCenter.com. First time guests only. Valid only for select services. Additional terms may apply. Participation may vary. Visit WaxCenter.com for terms and conditions. Pete Dr. Portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's G-E-T-E-T-H-O-S dot com. Hey, Slovak and guys. Guys, I, I like spending the holidays in pairs or better. Can we go to Hooters? Yes, we can, Levac. Happy holidays. Friday, December 22nd, our final show of 2023. Out live on location under the orange roof. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Food, beer, drink, sports, and a little bit of holiday spirit. Ho, ho, hot wings, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you join us at Hooters Friday, December 22nd, starting at 3 o'clock. Levac and guys, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 to 980.
Experience what it means to be a rock star. Mayfair Jewelers features an amazing array of the most beautiful estate jewelry. Classic beauty. We buy with care. You'll pay half the price of buying new. Experience Mayfair Jewelers today, Latham or Glenville. The holiday season is a beautiful time of year. The gifts, the cards, the cooking, the gatherings, the traveling is all part of the season of joy. We want to celebrate those special moments. Brought to you by our proud partner, Nurtec ODT. Remegipan 75 milligrams orally disintegrating tablets. Learn more at Nurtec.com. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with straight talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included, plus you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only straight talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight talk wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Levac, have you heard of a place called USX Pest Control? Yeah, I, have I heard of them? Oh, I was hoping you were going to say, yeah. Oh. It's okay. I'm do sorry. It, I you want to do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Levac, have you ever heard of a place called USX Pest Control? Yes, I have. Oh, I, 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 sorry, I had to do it. Helping yeah! your home stay clean this holiday season into 2024. They came to he our home. So right Maybe if we're not on the same page, we've been bumping into each other from the start of the show. We've been working together for years, but even sometimes things don't go the way you planned. USX Pest Control can find those pests in your attic, your basement, your garage. Maybe the spots you haven't been checking. Trust the experts. Tim, Frank, Victor. Kristen, setting up the appointments, making sure your home is safe, even if sometimes you got other things on your mind. Like, you know, all the things that you can be thinking of instead of worrying about that caca. Like, I don't want to worry about bugs and mice and everything, and that's why I'm thrilled to tell you that I am a platinum member, Ooh. which also sounds cool. I just All I know is that means that the guys come out, Frank, Victor, and they just... They get rid of everything, and I'm on my way. I let them know where I, any of my concerns are, and we're on our way. USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I was buying us a present, Gaz. Oh, okay. I finally figured out what I was going to get us for, for Christmas. What is it? I'm going to tell you later because this is too serious of a conversation to be talking about <laughs> something awesome that I'm doing for us. I get you the same thing every year, and I think it's my tradition I like to give you every year. I was go I'll, I'll tell you this. I planned on actually getting you a television this year, but I think you're going to like this better. Oh, okay. uh, Because, I, I, well, I do, and it's. I was going to do it just for me, and then I decided as part of your, I'm going to make you a partner in what I'm doing because of because i'm like what a tease yeah. Yeah. yeah can we do this can we give each other our gifts coming up in about a half hour it's or it's about an hour uh fantasy versus reality our picks thanks to hooters we're going to be at hooters two weeks from today under the orange roof maybe we'll exchange gifts on the air oh. i think that's the way to do it. well yeah yeah let's do that i yeah. like that uh all right so as i as i said there's there's times we we have wondered whether or not the Issues in Buffalo were bigger than we realized, right? You saw that that Stefan Diggs was was popping off a little bit, not showing up, but and then it was actually the Bills who told us that was going on, not ESPN, not Diana Rossini, no one else. Like all these things are like these are happening, and we're sitting there going, 
is it a big deal? Uh, Leslie Frazier takes off like all these. Is it a big deal? I can I can tell you that I am confident personally that it's a big deal now, because when your head coach has to address the media about something they said in a closed meeting with the team in 2019, no matter what it was, you're losing the team because that could have, if that was really that offensive to everyone involved, we would have heard of it in 2019, maybe 2020, definitely 21. Well, it would have been 22 by then. But for it to come out in 23 tells me that Sean McDermott's in some trouble. For those of you who don't know, we now have um, this. He, he wanted to explain to the team how they needed to communicate better and, and, and combine their efforts better. And what he did is he decided to uh, use the analogy of how the terrorist hijackers communicated on 9-11. Not, not how I would have done it. When I see what the story is, dare I say, I can I can understand to a degree how he he wanted to give them this ultimate grab your attention speech that no one could ignore. For me, it's more about when we found out about it than we found out about it. Let me push you on this a little bit about okay. about the when. Do you feel like? I feel, I feel like you might have just said this. I want to make sure you just open up a little bit here. You feel like someone fed that information to Tyler Dundee because it happened before the Chiefs game, week 14. You feel like how this story was pieced together, which I know this is not the, the, the main topic of it, but non-traditional media, winner. That's a guy who launched his own thing, who worked in traditional media, who made headlines yesterday. Tyler Dundee, who's been a phenomenal writer for a long time, did some stuff out in Buffalo and for the NFL.com site, did his own thing, went independent and made headlines yesterday. But... You're saying it's odd that four years later we found out about this before the Chiefs game on a Thursday going into a Friday. Why is this information? You feel like there might be, I don't want to put words in your mouth, a leak maybe? Like yeah. somebody wanted to make sure this got out now? Yeah, I, I think this is one of those situations where, you know, hey, I don't like him. I don't like what's going on. I don't like where we're headed. I, I'm discontent. You know, and... The guy's an idiot. Did I ever tell you what he said back in 2019? Like it feel that's that's what it feels like to me. Because again, if it was, it, I can see where this would 100% upset and offend people. 100%. Like if I tried to make a 9/11 analogy, and people got upset about the me doing it, I would fully expect the phone lines to ring. You know, I wouldn't expect you to tell people five years later, four years. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be. That's when it's like, you know, I tolerated this guy for a long time. But did I ever tell you how stupid he really is? That's what that's what it feels like to me. There's always pushback on stories, whether it's newspaper, whether it's radio, whether it's television, that what could have easily happened yesterday is golongtd.com. Not the Buffalo News, not the Democrat and Rochester Chronicle, not the Post Standard, none of these newspapers, not WGR 550, the home of the Bills. Nobody put this information out there. And what Coach McDermott could have done yesterday and said, I'm not commenting on that. Right. That What are we talking about? You're talking about a story that ran today on a website that maybe most people don't know about that happened for you. We're on to Kansas City. No, no, no. He got out in front and said, yeah, I did it. So the fact that there was no pushback makes you believe, yeah, there is some discontent in that locker room that people didn't know about. A lot of the content that was published yesterday, 
that's far more true than fabrication. This is not a non-traditional media guy looking for an axe to grind because you didn't get a media credential. I saw you, Bill's Mafia. Easy. Don't try to get into the conspiracy land trying to claim he's working against your team and works for Kansas City secretly. No, stop. This is true. Like, McDermott has been given a pass by the Bills for a long time because he won. And the Bills franchise was so desperate to end the drought, so desperate to beat the Patriots, so desperate to be a winner again. He did, but he got away with a lot of stuff. Levac, you and I love this phrase. It's one of our favorite phrases in sports. The best deodorant is winning. Yep. That stank goes away if you continue to win. And for the first time in maybe in the long tenure of Sean McDermott, compared to other Bills coaches, the winning stopped. And the truth, the excuses, however you want to hide it, has finally hit the surface here in December 2023. And it's, and it's weird because we have been around enough people that were there when Rex was there. And were there when when he when he started there, and they all loved him in the beginning, like lo- like absolutely loved him. And it, and I don't know where it turned, I don't know who it turned for, but these were these weren't players that we had been talking to at the time. These were these were office staff and stuff like that. So something feels wrong though. It, it felt wrong going into this year. People wanted you to say nah 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 nah. It, there's. Again, I just it's that we it's when we found out, not that we found out. If this came out right away, if this came out in twenty twenty, where it's like, all right, the season's over, I just gotta tell you what happened. It was weird. I and not like but this this just feels like one of those situations where it's just I'm gonna come get him. And I'm not sure if they do if the Bills make the playoffs, he's safe. Right, unless there's more stories that start popping up. Yes. If they don't make the playoffs, Sean McDermott might be out. It really feels like that's the end of Sean McDermott. You got enough reasons why now. You've got evidence. You've got 9-11 references. Players not wanting to play for him. 25, according to Tyler Dundee, 25 people wanted to tell stories about Sean McDermott. Yeah, that seems like the end of McDermott because of his own doing over the past few years of sayings and phrases and not being a leader and all the other things that are outlined in this article. The other thing to look at with this and Bills fans, this one's going to hurt a little bit, but I think it's a day you got to swallow some truth about maybe the way in which your franchise is moving. Why did he get this? Like, Levac brought this up. Yeah. The first reaction, Levac, you just heard a few minutes ago, he said, he's like, why is this coming out now? What the hell was the Buffalo News doing? Where was WGR? Where were, Where's the Toronto Sun? How did everybody who covers the Buffalo Bills for four years not have this story? Or... They did, and they sat on it. Hey, finally, for the first time in 15 years, the Bills are good. Yeah, did you hear about that 9-11 reference? I don't want to right. do that right now. Right. Like, they're finally good. Right. I don't want negativity. I've sat doing this for 20 years. Can't Fine, pass. Can't we talk about them? Did the Buffalo media make it so red and blue colored glasses that anything negative that came from that locker room, the media out there in Western New York passed and said, we're not doing it. And finally, Tyler Dundee was like, not enough. Enough with the red and blue glasses. Time for some truth out in Buffalo. It feels like that. Well, I, I got to tell you, for me, it's kind of one of those things like, and you've been in enough locker rooms in your life. There's when the majority of the locker room is is happy or at least headed in the same direction, you don't really, you don't want to be the the one that sticks out. You don't want to, like if, if 48 of the 53 roster is like, you know what? I don't give a, bleepity bleep what he says because he's a heck of a coach 
Well, you're going to be like, all right, well, I didn't like that 9-11 thing, but okay, I'll keep my mouth shut. I think we're at a point now, like you said, 25 people had something to say. The majority of that locker room now is bristled, and they want they don't know why they lost their defensive coordinator. They don't know why Stefan Diggs is ticked off, or, or they do know why, and it's enough is enough, and now it's like, you know what? I do have a story. I have a story to tell. I also have a story. Like, it, this, the phrase is, you lost the locker room. It's starting to feel... If he hasn't already lost it, he has a very loose grip on the locker room right now. And how do you get it back? Can you ever get it back? If you had a loose grip on the locker room before and now players are aware of what's going on, how, if at all, do they respond against Kansas City? Do national media pundits and analysts and writers now watch how Sean McDermott high fives and fist pumps players after big plays against Kansas City or a lack thereof? This is all a storyline going to what Bills fans would argue is the biggest game of the season. It's not too long ago that Buffalo was in a spot to beat Kansas City and go to a Super Bowl. And now McDermott kicks it deep. They don't burn the clock. 13 seconds happens. And since, as Tyler Dundee says, since 13 seconds, this has not been the same Bills franchise or team. They haven't really responded since. No nope. way in which Bills fans would hope. I should add that. No, because, I, yeah, yeah, and... and- Again, it's just it stinks because it did feel like it was all heading in the right direction. Rex, the Rex Ryan experiment didn't work as well as it did with the Jets. Here comes the almost polar opposite of Rex. The only the only similarities they're both defensive guys. Uh, the the Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott pairing coming out of Carolina was perfect, and now we're looking around and again, is there a way for him to save it and get the locker room back? Yes, when like like you said because. Or, or is it as easy as Joe Brady is such a good offensive coordinator that Josh Allen goes, hey, guys, I need you all to tone it down because if he leaves, he's probably got to go too because he's not getting promoted from quarterback coach to head coach, you know, and, and he's not ready. So I need you guys to tone it down. <laughs> Let's win some more football games. <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll get on our way. But I and I just – it feels – it, it, it feels like something stinks in Buffalo. And it's not the fans sweating their butts off in the parking lot after jumping through flaming tables. <laughs> that there's something going on there, and it's just, it's just not. It sucks because it, it's fun when the bills are good. It, it is it is fun when the bills are good. Uh, let me tell you about the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. My good friend, Doctor Fred Dreer. Now there's there's a leader everybody loves. Nice guy, does good things for tons of people. He's he's what's known as a holistic dentist, which means uh, the the theory behind that is. You treat the person, you want everything to be good for them, and you do what's best for them as, as a person as you're treating everything else. And I think that's how he came across the fact that the Integrative Sleep Center would be such a great way to help people. Sleep apnea is extremely dangerous for your health. You stop breathing in your sleep. That's what it means. So um, I myself have a, a large, soft palate, hey. which causes me to stop breathing in my sleep. It also causes me to snore. So the ways to fix that are surgery. No, thanks. I'm good. I don't really need to cut up my soft palate. feels weird. Um, a mask. I, it wouldn't work for me personally. What has worked, what continues to work, is a mouthpiece. Custom made for me. Uh, Dr. Air takes care of it. Make sure it's keeping your airway open a little bit more, which reduces the snoring. Gets the sleep apnea under control. It has been a complete and total game changer for me. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Be great to travel with. See, I travel with that. So if I had been taken up on my offer to go help the Great Danes in Idaho, I would have been able to bring my mouthpiece with me 
And then wherever uh, myself and uh, Coach Catuso and everybody were staying in the hotel, the windows wouldn't rattle out of, of the of where they were. See, that's this all comes together. Uh, Coach Catuso, um, <laughs> he's ready to talk. I'm ready, and we're, we're ready to listen. That's coming up next. Back guys, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. Hey, it's Joe Gallagher. Great news. Breakfast for Santa is back. Join us Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 a.m. at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa and help us raise money for WGY's Christmas Wish. Your donation will get you a delicious breakfast from Crafted Catering and a chance to meet Santa Claus himself. I'll be broadcasting live from 9 to 10. So come on out and help us help kids this holiday season while creating memories with your own. Breakfast for Santa, Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa. Details at WGY.com slash Christmas Wish. You've decided that your marriage is over. Now you must protect what's important to you. Let the compassionate and experienced team at the Caldwell Law Group protect and defend your parental rights and assets. Visit Caldwell-Law.com for information. It's about guys. Don't forget, every Friday we do Fantasy versus Reality thanks to our good friends at Hooters on Wolf Road. Marketing your calendar a little bit after 4 o'clock, that second segment of the 4 o'clock hour. I give you three places. And guys, Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. It's a very big time for football fans in the Cap region. The U Albany Great Danes are in Idaho getting ready to take on the Vandals at the Kibbe Dome. Joining us is the head coach, Goat Tuso. <laughs> Yes, that's right. That is his new name, Goat Too. So, what's up, Coach? How's Idaho? It's uh, it's actually an interesting place. It's the mountains are different, and it's uh, we got here in the middle. We got here late last night, and it was dark, so you couldn't see it. But it's uh, it's kind of a pretty place, different. Yeah. Now, bef- right before we we jumped on, you were you were firing shots at me. Why are you mad at me this time? <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I, I just I, you you've. Big time me a little bit, you know, and when when you got your team going, and you know, I just didn't want, you know, you forgot about me for a while. That's I am, all. I was. I'm sensitive to that, you know. You are so. I'm full. used to guys acting like that, but you <laughs> different. Listen, guys and I are very different. We can agree on that, but that's not true at all. I'm not big. You're busy. I don't like to bother you. And then, and then, you know, whenever I get a chance, I hit you up and and we talk. Or but. I would never big league you. You're the you're the man. You're the one who's gonna you know you're bringing you're bringing trophies to the Cap Region. Well, I had to go to Damon to get you straightened out a little bit, so that was <laughs> you know end up working out good. The day that Damon Ware can straighten me out, like you're talking about the guy who somebody went up to him and why is he the way he is, and he just went reasons and he walked away. So <laughs> <laughs> I've already broken him. I can, I know I can never break you, but I know I've already broken no. him. But uh, no, the, you won't break. Yeah, but I'm excited for you. I think this is awesome, and and I kept waiting for you to yell at me for calling you Goat Tuso, but you've let it go so far. Because <laughs> I usually get called worse things, so I figured that one was <laughs> when people pick animals, it's never a goat. So I figured I'd let that one slide. I figured if I started selling the shirt, that's when I'd hear from you. But I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about last week's victory between you two. Uh, an amazing victory, Coach. Take us to what it was like on the sidelines and in the locker room when you and your players were able to pull off that win at home and advance in the NCAA tournament. They were really, you know, when, when we were waiting to see who we were going to play, I asked a bunch of the players and coaches who would they like to play between North Carolina Central and Richmond. And it was 100% the kids wanted Richmond. They wanted to play Richmond. You know, they felt that if we would beat Richmond and we beat Villanova, then that co at the front of co-champions would go away. And 
you know, in my world, that's true. You know, if you beat the other two, you should be, you're the champ. So I think that was important to the kids. They played like it was important to them, um, really dominated the game, and we got a really huge win against, um, a re- you know, a good Richmond football team, another ranked opponent. Yeah, and, and honestly, does it does it mean a little more because it was the first win over them, or does that even factor in at this point? Not really. That you know, I never get caught up in that stuff. You know, we're we we go year to year, and things in the past are gone. You know, we've it, both good and bad. I mean, I think sometimes people want to look back too much, and you know, this football team's all about right now and and uh, what they can accomplish, and and so far they've been really good. They you know, we've started a little saying of always us, never them. And we were literally don't other than we watch tape on them and have to discuss them on about football things, but we're really focused on ourselves. And uh, even though they wanted to play Richmond that badly, they, they were, you know, they really just were 100% focused on what we were doing and, um, and playing our best football game. Cause really that's what it always comes down to. Coach with the travel to, you know, Hawaii and everything else like that, has that made this trip just a little bit easier? Although the road warrior mentality you guys have must've had this season. Yeah, I think we're over 20,000 20, miles round trip after this trip, you know. So, um, uh, you look, it, you know, that's been a big question. You know, their coaches up here making all kinds of statements about, you know, playing us playing on the road and of the long trip and playing at, you know, at 10 Eastern time and all this different stuff. And it just kind of makes me laugh. I mean, it's, you know, this trip was much easier than a six hour bus trip to, to Maine, you know, and, and so. We've just been we're well traveled, you know. We've we've had, we took three we took three six hour bus rides, a, a flight to Hawaii, and now a flight to Moscow, Idaho, and and um, we're fine. This is part of football. It's it's not a big deal. Of course, you want to play home field advantage, you know. I mean, being home is where you want to be, but um, we think we're going to play a great football game Saturday, and we're not going to let things that are not important distract us. We got the uh, head coach of the U Albany Great Danes, Greg Gattuso, with us right now. Levac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, ninety-five nine and nine eighty. Idaho's a unique team, and it's a unique setting. But first, we'll start with the action on the field. When you study and scout this Idaho Vandal team, what jumps out to you on tape? Uh, good. I mean, they're well coached. You know, he's done a good job. He's been there a couple years. They were a an FBS team that's come back down to FCS, and and uh, so they, you know, they got a great facility to practice in and, and play in and um he he's done a good job you know he he his roots are um in south dakota state another great program so they're coached they have good players i think offensively um the teams are similar in some in, in a lot of ways i think you know they've got a young quarterback that's really talented uh good young running back and a couple really high-end receivers start a couple freshman offensive linemen Sounds familiar, you know, so it's it's pretty similar. And uh, defensively, we're both kind of front seven driven with good back ends. So um, it'll be a um, really good football game. You know, I think kicking game is going to matter. And they've been really good in the kicking game and, and uh, good returner. And so it'll be a, a battle, no question about it. Is this the first dome you guys have played in this year, Coach? This year, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, the Dome, because I feel like when people talk about Idaho football, you can quickly find out how old they are by what they say. Jerry Kramer, the Hall of Famer, Mark Schlereth, or if you played video games and saw the Kibbe Dome, thought, what is this odd-looking thing? When you've seen it, Coach, like, is it, does it catch your players' eyes? What do you? What was your first reaction when you saw the Dome? 
Well, I, I haven't been in it yet, oh. but um, just watching it on. We're we're headed to practice here in a little bit. Um, but uh, when when I um, you know watching it inside, I mean, I think I think any. I mean, we we prefer to play inside. We love it, and I think that you know last night it was about. 28 degrees with a lot of wind, and, and um, I was just thankful we're going to be inside with the, with our offense and the way we play. We're, we're excited about that. But we feel like we – look, the beauty, beautiful part about playing football in the Northeast and in a, in a town like Albany is we can play in any weather, hot, cold, icy, snowy. We, it doesn't matter because we get it all. We practice it all. So, But this, this is going to be a great environment to be in a dome. We, we went to – we went indoors on Thursday and had a really good practice, and um, you know, so we're ready. This, this, these things are not. I don't really find any of them to be distractions, honestly. Coach Gattuso with us, and Coach, like, so as as you, you scout Idaho, is this is is this team that you've got right now one of those teams where it's like, listen, we do what we do really well. We're not going to change a lot. You got to try to make us change it. Yeah, I think specifically on defense, but yeah, I think in both regards. I mean, we're we're pretty clear who we are and and how we're going to play. I don't think there's any surprises for Idaho. You know, I mean, I think the teams have been the biggest surprise for a lot of the teams we played is just how good those defensive ends are, and um, they they've been overwhelming offensive lines for 13 games. You know, at, at every game. You know, it didn't matter who we were playing. So, I just you know we when we started with always us it was if we play our game and we do what we're supposed to do we're we feel like we can win and that's a great feeling you don't always have that and, and i think that that's where we're at in our confidence level right now i see i will say the the plus side of it being a, a 10 p.m kickoff here is my kid always tries to give me a hard time you know about like the way i live and everything i'm like listen if you want to support coach Catuso. And everything you got, you're gonna have to you have to stay up, old lady. So we're gonna have a little a little viewing party at, at Casa de la Vac. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I you know look, it's it's ten o'clock. It's it's really ten Eastern. You know, it's been one of the things that their coach has been talking about. This Eastern teams have to travel west. I mean, that's it's really not a big deal. I mean, I, I don't know many people that do go to bed before, uh, especially with it, these twenty two and twenty four year olds guys we have on our team. They're not going to be off their game because it's a little late. Heck, they went to Hawaii and played at midnight and played really well. So um, we're, we're not worried about it. And I'm glad you're going to stay up, and I hope more people will. I mean, it's awesome. In the community, you know, it's been great, you know, walking around and people yelling, hey, coach, good luck. And, you know, that's, that's, it's a lot of fun. To, there's a lot of interaction, and that's how you really build your fan base. And we, we want to continue to try to do our best to, to build uh, an Albany fan base, both the university and the city. Well, coach, we were we were gonna do uh, Levac and Gaz viewing party, but somebody went. I'm sorry, I have to go vote for the Heisman, and he he blew us off. Coach is what is what it came. I'm down getting to. blamed for this. this yeah, is... yeah, oh yeah. You're, are you gonna be here in New York State? I'll be. Yeah, see, he's taking off to go vote well, for the Heisman instead of supporting the Great Danes the way he should be. It's funny. It's really funny that 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 voice you did. I actually thought that was God's talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds just like him. That's how good your impersonation was. <laughs> Coach, just so you know, yesterday I was talking to uh, some mutual friends, and I actually called you Katie 1.0 instead of her uh, Greg 2.0. Is is the boss out there? Our favorite uh, Mohawk Chevrolet boss. Is she out there helping out? She is, and I, and I, you know, both daughters are here, and and I, I literally just told. She's in here reading a riot act because she doesn't have an itinerary to, what to do. And I, I just literally said, look, here's the problem you have is 
you, everywhere at work, everybody jumps and does what you said, but in this room, no one cares what you're saying. So now go be quiet, and I'll send you an itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time, I'm actually scared for you, Coach. Just so you know, that was the uh, this no. whole trip. I've been. I know you got it. Now I'm scared. <laughs> Don't worry. If there's one person left, uh, we'll handle her. It's me. <laughs> you got to be a Big Ten defensive lineman, uh, police officer, and head coach. That's that's the resume you need to to rule the roost in the Gattuso household. <laughs> I I can see it. Coach, man, we're, we're fired up. This is exciting. Uh, you know, obviously the only thing that can make this better is if it was back here, but to to be able to see the Great Danes have the season they're having, like, as you mentioned, people reaching out and asking if I've talked to you lately, how everything's going, the, to see the team and you embrace the way it should be, it's it's awesome, and, and we're really pulling for you guys. I appreciate that. I really do, and hope everybody gets a chance to watch us and, and send good vibes. And then if you could just sign that contract I sent you so I can start selling those goat Tusho t-shirts, that'd be great. <laughs> that's good. Just make sure you have enough to fit you and I. Uh, you got that. No, that's the easy one. I got that all day long. Am I getting one too? No, you're going to go to your husband. No. Okay. okay, all right. Thank you, Coach. Go good luck this Heisman weekend. shirt on. Uh, all right, guys. I'll see you. We just heisman you guys. Uh, I know. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> See, I'm gonna now. Let me now that I know I've got the uh, green light. That's consent. Let me call Dave and everybody over at Elevation Ten Thousand. Get those goat teeth to show. You try saying goat Tuso T-shirt. It's hard. I'm gonna get those goat Tuso shirts made by our guys over at Elevation Ten Thousand. I'm tongue tied all of a sudden. I need them to elevate my ability to speak clearly. Levac, you made it tough. Like you want to do like the uh, play on words, but it's a tough one. Elevation Ten Thousand. Maybe you've got a marketing idea like Levac does. But you've got to find the right Patent way. pending. To, Sorry. The right way to present it. Maybe you need a different hashtag. Maybe you've got to f- work on those vowels and those consonants and everything else to make it happen. But if it's a bachelor party, a reunion, uh, a small business, a medium business that wants to find a new audience, Elevation 10,000 can make it happen for you. They work with teams across the capital region, businesses across the country, and they want to work with you to make sure your business is better. These are professional people in marketing, in sales, in media, in social media. They can find the team that works with you to continue to find the ways in which your business, your event, and more can grow. I mean, they work with University of Albany. They work with the Albany Firewolves. They work with the Albany Firebirds. I think they work with, yeah, they work with Sienna now. They're in Elevation is elevating all those brands. I like what you said. You know, you get the vowels and the cons. I find if I don't move my vowels once a day, I do get consonated. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been dying to say that. <laughs> How many months with Elevation 10,000 have you thought about that? Is that a shirt? Move your vowels or you get consternated? LeVac and God, three to five weekdays. We'll ask Dave. We'll see what Dave over uh, at, at Elevation thinks. Okay. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. We've got the top four for on the way next. The four biggest stories in the world Woo! of sports here on a Friday. LeVac and God's on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, what is the fourth biggest story? Let's get local here in the top four for to lead this off. The Albany Firewolves are back at MVP Arena. They take on the reigning defending okay. champions of the league. That's the Buffalo Bandits. Face-off X. I can still say that in box lacrosse, right? The face-off, the X, yeah. is scheduled for 7 o'clock. See, young broadcasters out there. You got to make sure you do this as a former update anchor. Is it face-off? Is it tip-off? Is it kick-off? The X. Face-off they, scheduled for 7 o'clock at MVP Arena. Back in another it's, like, uh, it's, like, it's like going and hanging out with uh, Lance Armstrong. It's the ball drop. It's not a term they use. 
Hey, drop the ball. Drop, like, dropping the puck. Always good things to have Capital Region sports teams and professional teams <laughs> back in action. We are both fired up for the Firewolves to be back in the 518. Absolutely. Uh, just, just a good, good time. So much fun to be had. And uh, this is a big game because I know that the Firewolves were kind of uh, the fan base was mocked a little bit last year because how many of the Buffalo fans came to town? So they like they they act like this is their home away from home. I I cannot allow you cannot allow us to be like the Chargers of the NLL. Like we have to we must protect this house. Ooh, I, let's go! I mean, come on! It's like this is our team. Let's go support the Firewolves. Literally pack the house. Let's go. Yeah, let's make it happen. Firewolves. Buffalo back to eat their your wings and jump through flaming tables while they cry about their their stupid football team. People are always looking for something fun to do on the weekend. The Albany Firewolves back in action. Happy to support that team. And by the way, if you missed it, one more time, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app. Go back and listen to our conversation with Coach Clark, Ty Kurtz. If you missed it, had a lot of fun with those guys. A rare in-studio appearance for a LeVac and Goss guest. Coach Catuzzo, we just talked, he's too busy out in Idaho to come in studio. We'll get to him a little. He would come in studio if we asked him to. Just obviously, he's, uh, what, 2,500 miles away? We'll get to him in a little bit later here. Story number three, let's talk NBA action for the weekend. The New York Knicks tonight take on the Boston Celtics. I like to call it the new Boston Garden, the TD Garden, with tip-off set for 7.30 in that matchup. If you're a Brooklyn Net fan, they take on the Washington Wizards. Tip-off for that one is 7.30. If you want to see the oddness that is... Jordan Peele, that's the director. Why am I blanking on Jordan Poole? Thank you. There, yeah, you're welcome. I thought Jordan Poole. Thought I could help. Jordan Peele. I, you know what? I'm not going to say why I thought of that reference. Anyways, uh, also this weekend, Levac, it's the end of the in-season tournament championship game. The Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Indiana Pacers. Lakers destroyed the Pelicans last night. Anthony Davis's former team, a 44-point loss. After the loss, Zion Williamson thought, maybe I was too laid back. Yeah, that was a real quote from Zion. <laughs> maybe I should have been a little bit more aggressive and a 44-point loss. So I gave you the Knicks and Celtics. I gave you the Nets and the Wizards. I gave you Jordan Poole and Jordan Peele both. Played. Right, but, thank you for that. I appreciate but that. Saturday night, it's a standalone game between the Pacers and the Lakers. LeVac, will your Saturday night schedule, which is going to be packed, involve watching the finals of Pacers and Lakers? Who? The in-season tournament. What? It's over. Halliburton. Told you, there's LeBron. only two. There's only the only two things I want to happen now for the in-season tournament is somehow, some way, for the lines to get cl- crossed and Bronny debuts for USC. I know it's not going to happen, but that would have been great. Wish that had happened. Uh, after that, I just I'm starting. I I guess I'm rooting for the Pacers. I guess because they don't get they don't make a lot of money, but I'm not to the point I'm going to pay any real attention to. Like some point. Late, late tonight or tomorrow, I'll open my phone and go, huh, that team won or whatever game, whatever day they play. I don't even know. Please, please let the Pacers win. I do not need weird. No, I said this earlier in the week and I'm going back on what I said, but I've changed my mind. I, I'm allowed to do that because if LeBron wins, LeBron is going to feel weird with the trophy presentation. Is this what LeBron cares about or the Jordan stands going to say, well, guess what? Uh, that doesn't count. LeBron stands are going to say, Jordan never won an in-season tournament. Well, LeBron's going to figure out how much he should care about it. But if he loses, Jordan never lost an in-season tournament. I'm rooting for the Pacers because of the money. I get it. More millionaires to make more money. Some would say that's 
Seems odd, but when you have 10 players not making that much money on that Pacer roster, they're the ones who really care about this. So I'm rooting for Indiana. Will it be on my schedule of things to watch Saturday night? No. No. <laughs> Some people might be into it. Let's move on here to story number two in the top four. Four, it's NFL action. It got started last night, week 14, with the Patriots and the Steelers. It rolls on this Sunday. If you haven't had a chance, join us live 11 to 1 o'clock at Rivers Casino and Resort. Special edition of LeVac Gals where we run through our Fantasy football plays, our wagers, our parlays. We compete against Quinn and Cantera in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Games that are in action tomorrow. There's a ton, including some New York action. The Bills taking on the Chiefs. A 4-30 kickoff in that one. Should be a fantastic game. Primetime. Primetime's former team. The Dallas Cowboys host the Philadelphia Eagles. An 8-20 kick in that matchup. The New York Jets take on the Houston Texans. A 1 o'clock kick there. If you're looking for the Giants, you got to hold off. As the four-letter networks decided, let's have two Monday Night Football games Yeah. in December. Playing at the same time, Giants-Packers, 8-15, along with Titans-Dolphins. LeVac, is there one game? I know fantasy versus reality is coming up. Yeah. Is there one game in particular that's jumping out to you that you're a little more excited about than others heading into Week 14? Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a good Saturday. I Obviously, the, the, the marquee matchup is going to be Sunday Night Football. The Eagles taking on the Cowboys. That's big. Uh, Bills, Chiefs. We talked about some of the drama surrounding that situation. Those, those two are the ones who who leap off the page at me as far as like powerhouses. Let's see who can do what. But after that, it's like how how many points can San Fran beat Seattle by, uh, and, and things of that nature is, is kind of where I'm looking at. And how many starting quarterbacks will make it through Sunday? It's kind of where I'm looking. Oh man, that was dark at the end it's there. It's a dark time. We'll survive week 14. Dark time. Will Trevor Lawrence play? He's practiced. Will he play? My answer is Buccaneers-Falcons. It's a true battle for the top of... What happened? It's a true battle for, for the, what? The top of the NFC South, LeVac. Oh. The Saints take on the Panthers. The Saints... I heard Colin Cowherd before us say the Saints are the worst coach team in the NFL this season. I agree with that, Cowherd. You hear that? I'm with you. The Falcons barely beat the Buccaneers. Uh, Koo with the game winner. I see. I guarantee. I would say I guarantee you, Koo will be the most picked up player by Sunday. But he's already getting picked up. People like that matchup because the Buccaneer defense has been allowing a lot of points. But if Tampa gets the six and seven, Atlanta could be six and seven. The Saints maybe they get beat by the Panthers. We could have a three-way tie for first place. But the Buccaneers need to beat the Falcons. That's the game I'm most excited for. Winning the NFC South is like. Finally getting to the porta potty on like a major summer show, like a like a festival show. It's like it's great because you get to pee and, and you needed to, but there's just mounds of doo doo ahead of you. There's like that's what winning the NFC South is like. Mounds of doo doo. I don't agree with that analogy. I want to go to the playoffs and I don't yeah. like doo doo. You want to go to the playoffs, you ain't gonna be there long. Better than being in doo doo. Well, that's that's the NFC South. Doo doo. Story number one is college football this weekend. Army-Navy is on the schedule. We love America. America! USA, but the focus should be. We love Cortland. The the Red Dragons, others from Cortland, they're in the Final Four. We love all. The real answer is U-Albany football. Yes. U-Albany football is in the Elite Eight. I know that's more of a basketball term, but you want to use the term quarterfinals? Cool. You can do that. That's where they are. In the FCS playoff picture, they are playing at Moscow, Idaho. In the Kibbe Dome, that if you were an old video game player, you remember, oh, what's the weirdest place I can play in, in this video game? What the heck's this thing? Yeah, I'm going to play a game in Idaho. That still exists. And that's where they're playing 
10 o'clock Eastern kickoff set. Find it, watch it, enjoy it. LeVac, there's a chance that the Great Dane football program can punch their ticket to the final four. We talked to Coach earlier. This is all the stuff we said last Friday. Biggest game in school history, most important, most influential. I got a bunch of texts and tweets about it after, like, no doubt, guys. It's all that. I'm pulling it again. The most influential game in UAlbany program history. The most important game. The biggest game in the Capital Region local sports scene schedule of 2023. All those things I said about last weekend's yeah. match against Richmond, even though it was at home, are all true again against Idaho, 10 o'clock. How are you feeling about the Great Dane Saturday night? It, it's so weird because I have so much faith in them. I, they We've watched the way they play. This is this is the best college football team that we've seen, I, I'd say, in New York, especially considering how bad Houston's been the last, what, 20 years? Hey, Boca Raton um, Bowl, baby. Woo, girl. But, like, you, you, it's one of those things where I'm kind of I'm, – I'm very fortunate because I get to talk to, you know, Damon Ware, the head coach of the Firebirds, Darius Prince, the GOAT himself, and, and Dwayne Hollis, Hollis Island. Because it's like they've seen a lot of stuff. They've heard a lot of stuff. And they – to a man, there's always something about what these great Danes team does that they're very impressed by. Like, like when Ware talks about him, he's like, that, that front four. That front four is just – they just – they'll punish you. And then, you know – Darius will be like, oh, that quarterback can sling it. And then Hollis will be like, oh, the running game is impressive. So it's like to have people who, of course, they are Albany guys because they, you know, they've come here, they've won us championships in arena football on their back, and they're going to help us do that again. But to have guys who don't have to love the Great Danes fall in love with the way they're playing is exciting. So I'm nervous because I don't know much about the Vandals, but I'm excited to watch that game. Saturday night, 10 p.m. The attitude we all should have, LeVac, you listening, me, is that it's a 3, 4, 4, 5, 5, 6. What I mean by that is the seating is they should be really close talent-wise, matchup-wise. It's a 5-4 matchup in this game. Now, again, the four has the advantage of the home field, but this should not be a 14-point blowout. We're not going into this game thinking, well, you know what? It's really cool that Albany got this far. It's been a good run. This is going to be the game that gets smoked in. That's None of that's a storyline in this game. This is another opportunity for the Great Danes to continue to advance. One thing I'd like to say involving the committee, which most of the time, especially here in November and December, committees, more so in December, always get criticized, especially at the FBS level, and some would say rightfully so. It feels right where the Great Danes were seated. I know the A little higher would be nice. <laughs> Four? Yeah, that would be bad. I'll take five. that. Yeah, yeah, I'll take point. it. But the polls were saying that the Great Danes were closer to 11 and 12. While seeding felt differently, it's worked in its advantage so far. And that matchup with Richmond coach talked about and how the team felt and everything else. I can't wait to watch it. I'm fired up. I'm going to have a few cold ones flowing. Let's go, Great not, Danes. Not in that the it, hotel room. Not that it matters, but the odds makers have Idaho as a four and a half point favorite. With a total of 51 and a half. Let's go. Lots of points. Gonna upset the world. Win this thing. I'm excited. I would have guessed three. I think four is a probably pretty fair line in a playoff game. I think Home it's pretty field. Yeah. Taking a, like, you know, that's what Coach Gattuso said. Is everybody's talking about how far they had to go to play and the different times and all this other stuff. He don't care. They went to Hawaii. They ain't scared. Let's go. So, dome looks like an aircraft uh, hangar. That's what it is. Doesn't look like a football field. This is a place to park planes, all right? An air popping barge is about to go off, my friend. I'm ready for it. Are you? Yes. 
All right, good. Glad. That, was, that would have been really awkward if you had said no. Let's <laughs> talk about our friends in Mohawk Honda. They were yeah. there. We were there. They were there. Our friends were there. We're all hanging out, having a good time. I wish I could have given them better wagers. But nonetheless, uh, go follow <laughs> them on Instagram, Mohawk Honda, Mohawk underscore Honda. I say the best picture you and I have ever taken. I we look agree. fantastic. What, you, really? I mean, you look fine, but I, don't, I, I actually, you know, I love being at, at Mohawk Honda and their social media crew is, is fantastic. As I've taken far better pictures. Sorry, Jenny. I tried giving you a compliment. No, Jenny did a great job. You. It's not her fault that I'm fat. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, skinnier, I've done better pictures. I looked, I can tell you, the, 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 the gentleman who did the picture for the Firewolves was in here. I thought he took a good picture of me. Alex, yes. Yeah, I thought I looked skinny in that one. I just, when I'm at Mohawk Honda, I'm not, I'm, I'm comfortable. I don't like, you know, I got to, I got to get a warning that picture's coming. So I got to, <gasps> You know, and pretend I'm skinnier. That's all. Stop at Mohawk Honda. We met so many people yesterday who there. were entertained by us, whether you want some hot cocoa. What'd you okay. have back? The mochaccino? Mochaccino. Mochaccino with like an a in hot there. cocoa slash cappuccino together. So you get the coffee and the chocolate. You can tell how much coffee I've had that I'm struggling to figure out what that actual word is. But it's more important about the vehicles. What are you doing in 2024? What ride do you have? Have you had issues throughout 2023? I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and they said, I have to go in for another repair again, and I don't know how much I should put more into the Go to Mohawk Honda. Why, why are you going through all these scenarios of what you should do for the future? and what you're... Work with people you could trust during the car buying experience. And when you go back the second time and the third time, whether it's trading in a vehicle, whether it's upgrading a vehicle, your life is changing, you're getting older, they will work with you through those things. I saw uh, Jonathan yesterday. I love bringing up Jonathan's story because five, six, seven vehicles, multiple, I believe he has four daughters, and all the daughters, Mohawk Honda, continues to go back. Be like Jonathan. Go to Mohawk Honda. Be like me. Get the pilot. Mohawk Honda, where they always... Be like me. Come on. What's wrong with me? I'm a good dude. Jonathan's in shape and tall, but guess what I got, Jonathan? More Ooh. hair. <gasps> Everywhere, especially on his neck and back. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, I got that. All right? I don't care I don't if he does chin-ups and sit-ups. I'm just... He I'm, looks I'm, taller than me. <laughs> I've got a few more hairs left on that head, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, fantasy... He might work reality. in HR. Got to be careful. I don't know. Who's, who's, I don't, I don't who, know what his actual job is. Which one? Which one was this? The guy, you know, the tall guy, kind of bald looking. Here once in a while. Oh, here? Yeah. He's very nice to me. I don't He's talk very about nice. him. Yeah. Did you see him or something? No, I just thought like I don't know. Because he also drives a pilot kind of thing. I, I thought at some point maybe he likes Mohawk Honda more than me, and I got jealous, and then. Yeah, that's weird. You took a turn. I you did. got dark. Sorry, Jonathan. I we're don't know why to, I did that. We're going to get you therapy, but it's uh, not right now. We're very busy. We have Fantasy vs. Reality coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. USX Pest Control. Yeah! That is the, the... Listen, I've seen other places advertised. I've heard other things. The one that's always stuck in my head before this was Cat's Eye, which makes sense because cat's eye part of the Gagne family of brands and so is usx pest control so it makes sense that they're so good at what they do they kept our homes pest free for uh, for years and years and years before and they're doing it again now as usx pest control and it starts with my favorite f word you ready i'm gonna say it right here no right not until friday free oh yeah right right free Free inspection by going to usxpest.com, guys. We love our friends at USX Pest Control. Keeping our homes safe, whether it's friends, family, and more, stopping over to your home, or you're kind of busy. You have other things going on. So many people get so stressed during the holiday season. We don't want to add the stress to your life. Call them, whether it's in 2024, maybe you have a relative, maybe you make that a part of your Christmas hop shopping or hopping if you're a bunny, or I guess. Or sock hop. 
or Easter there. Bunnies. Make, make sure to get a hold of them to make sure, hey, my cousin, my brother needs some help around his home. We're going to give you the gift of USX pest control so your home stays safe for the future. There it is. Yeah, just yeah, but make sure you um, get consent before you get a hold of anyone. Yeah. It is 2023. Right. Uh, USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. And stay away from the bunnies. Don't touch hopping the bunnies. Around. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year. And I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Stupid. 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 Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods. I, you know, it's funny. I was just uh, I was thinking like fantasy versus reality. Like, can you imagine having a vehicle whose vanity license plate says Zappy 4 and it's from Massachusetts? <laughs> and that's what I saw today. Look, at on 787 today, that's what I saw driving. Look at it. And there I was is. like, how did you know that Zappy was going to have a great game last night? That was a fantasy that you made a reality, and I, I like, I, or it was him. Bailey Zappi might be in the area. If it was your fantasy to meet a Patriots quarterback, that could come true for you. I, for some reason, that just hopped back into my brain. I saw that earlier today. All right, time for fantasy versus reality. Uh, as you probably know by now, it is brought to you by our amazing friends at Hooters on Wolf Road. Of course, during football games, they got the great beer specials. Um, right now, for was every twenty-five dollars worth of game uh, game cards, gift cards you pick up, you get a five-dollar gift card for yourself. A little reward action. Um, how about this, Gus? Last night, my daughter, her boyfriend, and their friend they went to Hooters without me. What? Yeah, they're like, you want to go? And I'm like sitting there in sweatpants already. I'm like looking around. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to go. And then they went. I was like, wait, you don't go without me? How dare you? Um, I pick against the spread. That's the reality. Fantasy. Goss picks against the uh, daily prediction for a half-point PPR league. And if they go over, he gets a point. If they go under, he, he gets no point. And if they were within a point, he gets a tie. Last week, we made history. I finished finally 3-0. and oh. First time this season. Welcome. After LeVac kind of spoke into existence, like, Goss, you've never finished a week this season at 3-0. and oh. <laughs> Bang! 3-0. and oh. LeVac. What was your record last week? Three and zero. A six and a week for Levac and Gaz. How many times I've um? Not I've this like season because I haven't gone three and zero yet until last week. Well, I'm just saying I've done it three, four. I think I've done it five times this year so far. That's more than once. Yeah, I'm at seventy two percent. And by the way, as I mentioned earlier, anyone who felt the need to text me because I was wrong on the under last night, and you haven't reached out to me about my seventy two percent worth of winning. In fantasy versus reality, I'm holding up a hand gesture for you. <laughs> You're number one. Um, I'm going to go first. Can we read our records and see how great we are first? Yeah, I'll do yours. Yeah. 16, 15, and 6. Look at you over over 500. Did you add the 3-0? Oh, no. Maybe I didn't. 19. Oh, yeah. 15. And six. Yep, you're right. Woo! I didn't. I forgot all about I was so shocked that my jaw hit the floor and I passed out when you went 3-0. and Yeah, 19-15-6. You are correct. Look at that. Um, and then myself, I, again, went 3-0. and Oh, no, you know what? I was looking at the wrong one. 3-0, and which makes me 29-11. and Seven, Over 72%. Um, so I'm just, I just want to get right to yeah, you, go, Who go went first. first last week? I did. You did? Well, uh, listen, let's yeah. see. Let's see if that's what did it. 
You go first. Okay. See I will if we go can both first. go 3-0 again. Let's play this game because if you like fantasy football, sometimes you have to admit you're Isn't that a game? A lot of different things. I did not realize this until prepping for this week. Did you realize that second this season in the NFL in passing yards is Sam Howell? I did know that, actually. Oh, I didn't. Well, there's one person who's top five in passing yards so far this season and leads the NFL in passing touchdowns. That person is the one I'm actually taking. I'm not taking Sam Howell. I'm taking the guy who ranks fifth, according to Yahoo, and half-point PPR projections this week and gets the defense. That's allowed the number one, the most, fantasy football points to quarterbacks this season entering week 14. That's Dak Prescott. 18.2 is the number. I love a ton of quarterbacks this week. I love Jordan Love. I think he's going to have a huge game. I like Justin Fields. I think he's going to have a big game. Will Levis, a late Titans over on Monday night. I think he's going to have a huge game. Desmond Ritter, Zach Wilson. There's a ton of quarterback overs I love this week. But I'm going with the guy who's been the best when we talk about stats and fantasy. If you got Dak, you've been loving how he's been playing. And the Cowboys feel like they should have beaten the Eagles. Our guy, Chris in sales, first thing he tells me, he gets it at 730 in the morning. He goes, guys, how you feeling about the Cowboys this week? So it's a big game. It's a defining attitude game. They're just as good as everybody else. When are they going to shake that mantra of can't win the big game? This could be one of those statement games by the Cowboys, and Dak's the reason why. Ignore the national hate. Someone's claiming that it's a distraction. Dak Prescott's having a kid. (laughs) Knock it off, Big Fox. Knock it off. 18.9's the number. Again, 18.9 for Dak this week. 18.9 for Dak. Home game, right? 6-0 at home. Finally beat a winning record at home last week. I'll stay on this game. I'll go with this one with you. I was going to do it second. I'll do it first. How about this? The Dallas Cowboys host the Philadelphia Eagles. Cowboys are three and a half point favorites with a total of 51 and a half points. It's the biggest total of the weekend. And I think this should be a lot of fun. And, and hopefully isn't the last time we actually see these two teams face off this season. Maybe a little playoff game between these two would be fun as well. So the Eagles and the Cowboys... Both have a legitimate shot at winning it all in Las Vegas this February. The issue at the moment for me, guys, is that the Cowboys are coming off their first win over a winning team at home. They looked stellar. They held on. They did what they needed to do, and they got it done against the Seahawks. Meanwhile, the Eagles just got manhandled by the 49ers. I think we should put a rule in. Any team that plays the Niners should get the following week off because they just punish you. Like the 49ers hangover rule should be a thing. You know, like you ever you ever have a really cool boss and they all know you were out the night before and you're like, I don't know if I should work today. They're like, oh, you got the uh, you got the old Miller Lite flu? Yeah, I'm a little banged up. All right, have a day. That's what I think needs to happen because the Niners beat you up. I think a lot of that punishment is going to be on the offensive side of the ball, though. I think the Eagles secondary cannot stop CeeDee Lamb. He will get in the end zone. Uh, Jake Ferguson will probably get in the end zone. I also think that the Eagles will score plenty. I think this is an over game. I like points. I want tush pushing, CD Lamming, scoreboard breaking points. Give me over 51 and a half, Eagles Cowboys. Could be another talk of game of the year involving Cowboys and Eagles in round two of this matchup. So for the second consecutive week, you can boo me with this play. Boo! But I'm looking at injured running backs again. Now, again, there are the projections I have to play with here on a Friday evening. My play is going to be A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon gets the Giants on Monday night. His number right now is 6.56. Dillon's been limited in practice, but I love what he can do potentially in this game and at that number right now, which is less than 7, because Dillon has been averaging 7 fantasy points per game so far this season. 47 rushing yards, 24.5 receiving yards. 
Taking the receptions out, let's just round it up to seven for the math. But the Giants have allowed the seventh most points to running back so far this season in fantasy football. And if you think the number for Jordan Love is going to get too high because he's played so well, you eventually have to think they're going to lean on the running backs. Can Green Bay really win again with a third string running back? Can that happen? He played fine, but Dylan and Jones are the guys in the backfield. And I think what I find really intriguing about this is that both of them are injured. Both of them have weird futures ahead of them. Running backs hitting the free agency market can be scary. Aaron Jones was a lock to be out of Green Bay until he thought, you know, I like being employed. I don't, I don't know if I want to actually be a free agent. Both these guys battling for employment. My favorite thing to do in fantasy versus reality. I can get a vulture touchdown and still hit my number with AJ Dillon. Give me that 6.56, the number as the Packers take on the Giants. But if he's injured, I want an audible on Monday show. <laughs> and guess what? No. Won't have a lot of options because all no. the games will be played by then. No, you lock it in. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's locked in. Locked in. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right, it's in. All right. Denver Broncos at Los Angeles Chargers. A little battle of the AFC West, the middle two teams. Chargers, two and a half point favorites, total of 43. I think the, this is one of those deals where, like, the Broncos are now headed towards a wild card berth into the NFL playoffs. Meanwhile, the Chargers are screaming towards firing their head coach. Kind of the classic two teams headed in different positions, different directions that should be. Uh, this kind of seems academic to me. The Denver Broncos are the better team. They don't even really have to worry about a hostile road environment. You would think, you know, playing against a division rival, you would have to worry about a lot of their fans at their home game. There'll probably be almost as many Denver Bronco fans as Los Angeles Chargers fans in L.A. Uh, so give me the Broncos plus two and a half. This just feels like one of those games they would have, they you know, Obviously, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda type stuff. Uh, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. If the game was a little longer last week, they would have won that one. The Broncos will win this game. They'll cover that two and a half. I'll take the Broncos plus two and a half. This is the stuff I love about fantasy versus reality. And I think LeVac already knows by me saying that, what I'm about to say next. LeVac and I go into this cold. You're <laughs> hearing our picks the same time that we hear each other's picks. My final play involves the Chargers and Broncos. I love the over in that game. I feel like I've wagered on some Charger overs in the past. I love Russell Wilson's matchup. What I've battled with in this game, though, is who is the guy? If I really like Russell Wilson against that Charger defense, who am I playing? I was ready to pull the trigger on Cortland Sutton, especially with the Cortland Red Dragons in Division III's Final Four in football battling for a stag bowl. But his number's too high at 9.9. .9. If you have this guy on your fantasy football roster, admit it. You can do it with us. I hate Jerry Judy. What have you done to me, Jerry Judy? I wasted a high pick on you. You've stunk all season. You've sat there in the flex. For the love of God, can you finally play well? This is the weekend that can define your fantasy football playoffs, your lottery, your positioning in the seedings, and it's all going to come down to Jerry Judy. The Chargers have allowed the third most fantasy football points to wide receivers this season. Judy's sitting at 7.12. You want to sound depressed? Judy's only going over seven fantasy points three times since week three. Oh, before Ooh. that, it was a zero and a four. He stunk this season. I know. I have been a leak. Do you have the cojones on a great matchup to roll one more time with Jerry Judy at 7.1? We're doing it together. Jerry Judy, Ooh. let's ride. All right. The, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it again because it supports what I'm trying to do so far. We seem a little, dare I say, simpatico. Uh, let's go into this Tennessee Titans at Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, 
13 and a half point favorites. The total is 46 and a half points. I really, really, really want to take the Dolphins. I think two touchdowns is very doable. However, uh, the cojones, brass ones, I don't know that. I don't know if they're brass enough. I don't, they're definitely not teal enough. So I'm not going to do that. But I will tell you that I've started watching the in-season hard knocks. I've gotten through the first episode where they faced off against the Raiders. And I think it's amazing, like absolutely amazing that any of these players take Mike McDaniel seriously. That's a weird little dude. <laughs> like that is a weird little, like that is, like it's, it is, it's really, really like a less cool McLovin has taken over a, an NFL franchise. It feels that way. <laughs> You know, yes. like McLovin still has not bought the alcohol, hung out with the cops, fired off a gun or attempted to make out with a woman yet. And now he runs a team and he has a very hot wife. Actually, He's got that thing where if a Karen showed up to a business, I want to speak to your manager because clearly it's not you. No, it is. I'm the uh, head coach. Right. There was a point during that episode, the first one in season hard knocks where he literally is going, I'm trying to stare down Max Crosby, but he's avoiding me. Max Crosby did not know you were looking at him, and he did not care. But here's the deal. All that said, this team has 100% bought in. They believe in this dude, and they listen to him. And he is very intelligent about what he is doing. They love this weird little guy, this little pothead, and they'll go to war for him. And that's why I think this offense is going to really handle this game. The defense is coming around, which makes me a little nervous. But the offense will go to war for him. I think this is one of those deals where the Titans maybe throw a couple in the end zone for some garbage time. Should have more than enough points from the Dolphins alone, though. Welcome to the track meet, Titans. I'm going over 46 and a half for my final play this week of fantasy versus reality. I'm frightened by how similar we're thinking this week. I'm like, he's going to take the Titans. He's going to take the Titans. As long as he doesn't take the over, because I love the over in that game. Boom. Over. <laughs> Sunday. We're going to have an interesting day. All right, recap the picks real quick. I'll go first, Levac. 18.9 is the number for Dak Prescott. He takes on the Eagles. I like Dak to continue his great fantasy football season this week. A.J. Dillon, banged up, barely practicing, but I feel like he's still going to get some burn, some run on Monday night against the Giants. Give me 6.56 for A.J. Dillon. Vulture touchdown there. And wide receiver, Jerry Judy. Come on. You can't stink this much. You can't cost people an entire season. 7.1, the number for Judy as he gets to the Chargers. You know, it's fun to pretend that Sean Payton forgot how to coach when he went to the Broncos. Just not the case. Give me the Broncos plus two and a half over the Chargers. Better team, better coaching, better pizza. Uh, the <laughs> the I'm going to say this one again because I really like when I wrote this one down. When it comes to the Eagles versus the Cowboys, I want tush pushing CeeDee Lamb and scoreboard breaking points over 51 and a half. And sometimes I like my own jokes more than other people do, and I'm okay with it. I thought there was and then finally, when it comes down to the Dolphins hosting the Titans, it's another game. I think I said this earlier in the year, and I probably should have had it go through my head last night. These things have a way of evening out. When the season started with a bunch of unders, the under, the overs were going to start hitting more and more. And this will be a game where it hits over 46 and a half points. That is fantasy versus reality. And it is brought to you by our good friends at Hooters. We're going to be there the 22nd? Two weeks from today, our final show, live show of 2023. LeVac and I will be broadcasting for our holiday show live from Hooters in two weeks. Come join us under the orange roof where you're going to get a chance to watch Fantasy versus Reality live, the play of the day live, and enjoy some awesome things of this holiday season. If you've been looking forward all year long to seeing us out live, Friday before the holiday break hits, it's going to be so much fun under the orange roof. Let me tell the truth here, right? Okay. 
if you wanted to go to Hooters, but you're afraid the missus was going to give you a hard time about it, you can pretend that you've been waiting to see us out live all year long and then still go to Hooters on the 22nd. <laughs> That's, I think it's far more people would rather go do that than come see us. Um, how about uh, how about getting a little fired up, a little amped up? We were talking about you know how long this weekend is. We you know we talked to Gattuso a little while ago. We got all this other stuff going on. I'm gonna need C4 to get through that Saturday. As much as I'm trash talking the daughter there, I'm gonna need that explosive energy you can feel. We got a 10 o'clock kickoff for the uh, PM for the Great Danes. Well, C4s are going to get me through this weekend. A little Starburst style. That's what I had this morning getting up. Thank you, to, by the way, to everybody who supported WGY's Christmas Wish. If you want to donate, help local charities, WGY Christmas Wish online. I was there helping everybody. I had my Starburst. Zach, you know him, Zach Boyton Jr., Jr. as we Ju- call him. Just Jr. I don't call him all the other stuff. It's just, he's your Jr. <laughs> he wanted the Skittles this morning. Aww. I said, no doubt. Thank you for your help. C4, that's the first thing he <laughs> so asked did for. You, guys, did you clean your room? All right, here you go. Whether it's those 4.30 wake-ups, whether it's the early Christmas shopping, visiting family and more, you need that burst of energy, something that tastes good, that doesn't leave that weird aftertaste, and you see four is our go-to. So glad we got our morning started the right way in this weekend as well. Grab some C4 today. Stewart's, wherever you get it, test out. And look at that, right in your yeah. hand right there, yeah. LeVac. Frozen bombsicle. Oh. I don't even want – that's a nickname for something of mine, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, <laughs> listen, I love C4. Like you said, there isn't a bad flavor out there. It is, it's that, it's, it's a little secret, you know, it's performance enhancement at its finest C4 smart energy, the smart energy challenge. We got your play of the day. Is it already play of the daytime? Yeah, that's right. Flying through Woo. this Friday. All right. That's uh, coming up next right here. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's LeVac and Gaz and the Albany Firewolves start their home part of their season Tomorrow night over at the MVP Arena, I was hanging out with the big boss, Chris Parekka, today. Whoa, I was going to say, usually I start leading off here to talk about the Albany Firewolves, but LeVac, I didn't know about this meeting. How t- Can we get a little insight of what's going on Saturday? I mean, the Firewolves are back, MVP uh, Arena. Big old rally that. towels for everybody. How you like that? I hey. mean, just one of the things you're doing. Um, big game. Buffalo, they won the whole thing last year. Um, Albany actually ended up coming in like last, which worked out well for the draft pick. Learned a lot about the kid from Duke that they picked up, who's hopefully going to be here next season. But, like, they're fired up for this game. This is a very, very good Buffalo team. They're bigger and they're older. We're one of the younger teams. Um, he told me some great stories about Coach Clark. Like, we were having a blast. We are you know, cutting up, figuring out how the Firewolves and the Firebirds can work together. But he's just – they're excited. They got uh, tickets available. They're doing the rally towels. He said that this is the best game performance. So the, the staff that's ready to run the game, he thinks is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be the best show that you've seen in the Cap region. And uh, I'm excited to see it with him. We're all going. A bunch of the Firebirds, uh, you know, Darius Prince, Dwayne Hollis, uh, Damon Ware, Mike Quarter. We're all going tomorrow night. Get fired up for the Fire Wolves this Saturday back at MVP Arena. I've been seeing some of the stuff they're posted on social media at ALB Firewolves. Uh, I believe one of our guys, Brian's back on as the MC, so he's going to get the crowd fired up as oh, well. Oh, he's there? I yeah, believe I'm not he is. Okay. There's a certain <laughs> cheering section that I heard that's been named by a certain somebody. That's I'm going to leave that out there. It's going to be a tease for you to go to the You're game for. I'm going to leave one little tease out there. You can find out about a certain cheering section. You can follow them on social media at ALB Firewolves to find out more about it. Go to the game, and again, if you're looking for that apparel this holiday season, the Albany Firewolves will have that for you for the young sports fan in your life. So whether it's the game, the apparel, follow them on social media and more. It's the home opener. Go out and support some local sports this weekend, and one in particular, the Albany Firewolves. Get fired up this Saturday, the Albany Firewolves. ALB Firewolves. Do it. Go. Right now. Push the button. What button? 
The button. Don't you want to oh, the button? Oh, this one? Yeah. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 <laughs> Fox Sports Radio. Now, did I play to the crowd there? Did I play to I like social it. media? Or I'm did not I mad really at it. know where the button was? I'm not mad at it. I can't believe it's the season three. I almost, because remember the the first season was like, it was the COVID season. It was weird, but they got through it. And then like, yeah, season three. I'm, I cannot, I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun for those guys. Time for the uh, play of the day, which is brought to you by Mohawk. Yeah, Rolay. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um, I, this is the week that I get very angry about the play of the day. I'm very angry because obviously we just did fantasy versus reality. It's weird to throw another NFL pick out there. It'd be great to be able to tell you what I'd like to wager on the one college football game from the FBS level that's playing this weekend. Or maybe the, how about the FCS one that we care about? But no, we're not allowed to bet on you Albany, of course, but also because Army plays their home games in New York State. We can't bet on Army either. So Army-Navy this weekend, obviously the play would be the under. <laughs> That's always the play. It's uh, 27.5 is the total. The under is 45-9-1 in the history of it, and it's 18 straight heading into this game. Woo. So they just keep, And they keep dropping it down. Like you said, 27.5. Accidentally, they'll go over this one, right? The four touchdowns. That's all you need. Nah. It'll be like 13-10 final score. You know, army wins, you know, covered in snow, falling over, right. nothing but runs. Yes, that's I, I kind of like it, though, that army navy's by itself. I like that a little bit. I like this it by alone. itself. I want to bet on it. I don't know. I don't feel like I feel like that whole lot betting on schools that are inside New York State should be washed away for the academy schools. It's well, not American. Well, you know, listen, if I'm, just, they're not going to you can't. Those kids are playing for the love of the game. Those those men are out there for the love of the game. They you know, they you can't buy them off. You can't you can't influence that game. We're wagering for the love of our country. You know, yeah. and about it sort of. And because there's nothing else going on in the afternoon, so I wager on that. Get my stuff together. Go to the Firewolves game to get back home. Pop some corn and watch the U Albany game. But I guess my play of the day is going to be this. C D Lamb. Anytime touchdown, it's minus one fifty, which is a big number for an anytime touchdown. You can't you can't profit on it that well alone. I'm gonna pepper it into a bunch of different stuff. I'm gonna pepper it into uh, Cowboys money line and over the total. Uh, I might just do you know last week I did a four different game anytime touchdown parlay that I just missed, but I'll put I'll probably put him in with a couple other guys I think are gonna score this weekend. You have, you have just. Made me think about something. I've never confessed this in fantasy versus reality. I won't confess it, but I will confess it in the play of the day. Fantasy versus reality. I lock in all my picks and I'm following those guys from start to finish to make sure it hits. There are times in the play of the day where I will wager on something with my own money and I can't bear to watch. Like last night? I just put it away. I'm like, you know what? This is a quick loss. I can't let myself suffer. There's other games I'm watching from whistle to whistle. There are some investments that I lock in and think, I can't go through this. Like some would say Army-Navy. I don't find you less American if you don't want to watch 13 to 10, but you might try to. Maybe if you're listening on the iHeart app, lock in a wager for Army-Navy. Say, I can't sit through three hours of bad football. Great Americans, great events, but not the best football. I kind of decided to go against that mentality this weekend because I'm wagering on two games 
Saturday night that I feel like I'm going to be watching. I'm going to do my best to watch. Washington Gonzaga. Saturday night, 11 o'clock tip-off on the East Coast. Now, we've spoke to Coach Catuso earlier in the show. It's a 10 o'clock kick for Albany, So I know I'm going to be up anyways. Might as well fire off a Gonzaga-Washington bet while I'm up. And I'm taking the Huskies. That's a blind wager right now. The line has not been posted. But I get Washington as an athletic program at home. Arguably one of the biggest games of the season. Mike Hopkins, former Syracuse assistant. Felt a lot safer at that job two years ago than he does now. That's a big game for Washington. They need that. And maybe potentially being Gonzaga might get back in the tournament. Will I be bold enough to take San Diego State versus UC Irvine with the Aztecs at home who played in the national championship last season? Let me repeat that. San Diego State almost won the national title last season. Give me the Aztecs and give me the Huskies at home in that match. And I'll add one other thing to it, LeVac. I hope I can see this because you shared this with me on social media. I will be covering the Heisman this weekend. Honored, privileged, all those great things to be in New York City. What'd you go for? At WOFX 980, Fox Sports uh, website and Twitter and everything else. You shared something about Charles Woodson, I believe, is airing tomorrow as well. It's, I think it's supposed to be this week. Yeah, the the, the um the, his the story of his Heisman is 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 supposed to be. I saw it and I instantly tagged you. And in even before I read it, I was like, "This is something old Heisman boy will love." Traditionally, uh, they used to air 30 for 30s after the Heisman yeah. Trophy presentation, but I believe Woodson is with Fox, so it might be like a and now yeah, ESPN no, it, airs it, boxing. ESPN 30 for 30 documentary called The Great Heisman Race of 1997. There it is. Uh, it's supposed to debut this weekend. I bet it debuts right after the Heisman Trophy presentation. Like the old I school so. I, ESPN I like did that. it. I, well, that, it's going to have to wait for me till Sunday. I got other things to do, guys. I can't just sit around and pretend I'm voting for the Heisman like while it's there. You already voted for it. <laughs> now you're going down the city. Literally, I can't just I can't just take my dad to meet all all his favorite NFL stars, soon to be NFL stars. I can't do that for multiple reasons. But like you know, here here you are. You know, oh, let's watch this. Watch the thirty for thirty after we're done, Dad. Now I'll watch that on Sunday after I'm done doing the show from Rivers, which hopefully. You'll deem it worthy of your presence. I plan on being there. I will be there. I want to be there. I plan on being there is code for I ain't going to make it. I, my train arrives at 1030. You know what I'd like? If some people can just greet me when I go off the train. There's guys. Look at him. He's running to rivers. That would be fun. So if you're listening right now, <laughs> just come by. Like a sign. Guys, you stink. Nice play on that Washington say, hit. Yeah, great one. I was going to say, it would be awesome. If like the way they greeted you was like like you were like Frankenstein or something like an old like an old movie like boo this man <laughs> like, San Diego State rotten. I was up at one a.m. rotten p- tomatoes in you yeah we're gonna find out who I voted for you stink sorry Mister Goss you can say it's one of the people that was invited there you can say that right I can't say that you can't even say that much I can't say that. It's a one in four. We know that we we know one of those four people won. You can't even tell me you voted for one of those four people, not even which one it was. No. Why are you nodding so like no, no he's I not, can't. He's no, not, no. He's not nodding. He's he's flipping me off. Um, all right. Well, my 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 real play of the day is God stinks. Um I don't know. Like I feel like it's I, I want it to be Marvin Harrison Jr. But I feel like it's going to be Jaden Daniels. And you can't bet on it in New York State anyway, which is no fun. And not just specifically the Heisman, all awards, which yeah. I actually think, believe it or not, I'm glad we're doing this in the play today. I actually like that rule. I Why? do like that rule. Because too many things can be influenced by voters on how that money's moved. 
here's here's the problem. Like the Heisman, I get because it's there. There is a group of people who know who won, right? So you don't, even though you know who you voted for. I'm sure you would have already bet on that person if you were able to, because why not? Why wouldn't you put a little finance behind rooting for the guy that you think deserved it? But like majority of these things that we're not allowed to, to bet on in New York State do seem a little silly. Like even not being able to sport bet for as long as we were was like, all right, no gambling in New York. No, no sports gambling. Yeah, no sports. What, but isn't horse racing gambling? You, it's different. What about scratch off tickets? That's it's good. We use that to pay for schools. Lotto, uh, any of those? No, those are all fine. What about sport? But sports betting is bad. Yes, hiss, boo. When I say honest odds, I mean almost 50 50. I would say awards for players are the least honest odds because we'll use Major League Baseball. That's a little easier. Major League Baseball has 50, no, 64 people. Excuse me. Sixty people vote for the end season awards. I was trying to do the math in my head of each city gets two representatives from the thirty markets. So sixty people doesn't sound like that many. Hell, you can get ten in a group chat who we voted yeah. for. Let's hammer down this money. That's fair, but, but but that's why the line moves. Like that's right. why that's why if you wonder why these certain things are moving certain ways, how did that move? Like how did they know? How did they know that money went that way? I would say the least honest odds come from awards, but. I don't even need to know if I have to argue about this because I don't know if New York will ever let us wait. Well, and they won't let like it's you can't bet on schools that play in New York State. Okay, fine. All right. But you can't even like do prop bets for college games. So like if you thought Marvin Harrison Jr. was a great anytime touchdown bet in, in his upcoming bowl game, you're not allowed to bet that in New York State, which is silly to me because I would those are kind of I'd be, I'd be good with that. exact scores too because the odds yeah. are not in the favor of the book. Which that I don't like. It, it, it makes sense. That's business. But there's a lot of rules in New York State where it's almost like just New York State went, listen, we're going to go ahead. We're going to give in. We're going to let you have this sports wagering now, you know, even though gambling is wrong, it pays most of our salaries. Um, but we're going to make ourselves feel better. The school, we're going we're gonna to really legislate schools and a couple other things. Well, the books will legislate that stuff if, if it's not going to work. Don't worry. Go America, go Army, Navy, yes. Washington, San Diego State. Programming note again, we're going to air the Syracuse basketball game here on WOFX. The Adrian Autry Show gets underway at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, the Adrian Autry Show. And then we go right into Syracuse basketball coverage because it's an early tip. Be prepared. That's an early tip coming up. That is an 11 o'clock tip-off for Syracuse on WOFX tomorrow. So be aware as they take on the Georgetown Hoy is one of the great rivalries Ooh. back in the Big East. 11, excuse me, 1130 tip off. We're going to have a half hour pregame. 1130 tip off, 10 o'clock coaches show, 11 o'clock pregame. That's all that. LeVac and I live Sunday, 11 to 1 at Rivers oh, Casino. Wait, wait, wait. How can yeah. we be land of the free when in, in England they can, they can bet on who's going to win the Game of Thrones? I remember getting odds from England on who was going to win Game of Thrones, which was already filmed. But over here we can't bet we can't bet on the Heisman. I mean that's just you know what? When I'm president, this whole place will burn to the ground. It'll be terrible. Don't do that ever. Uh all right, guys, go away. Uh, I got a piece of advice from the great Jamie Roberts, the legend oh. in radio here in the Capital Region. Jamie Roberts, she told me, you better make sure you get this right if you're gonna have a public proposal. And I'm talking to you, Jay, for the final Ooh. time. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Jay, like I are heading to New York City. And Jay, I don't want to say your name, but reached out and said, Hey, Lily and David Fine Jewelers, proposals on the way. I'm going to do it this weekend, and I want to say more details. But if you are getting ready potentially for your proposal, wherever it is, New York City, 
Albany, Syracuse, Utica, whatever it is, make sure you get the ring right. I know from experience, my proposal maybe wasn't great. I had a great idea. I had another idea six months earlier. But the ring could save you. Maybe love can save you, too. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find it. Don't forget right now, guys, it's the 12 days of giveaways. If you're on Lily and David Fine Jewelers' Facebook page, you can find out more about it. Every day, your chance to win. Make the holiday season and the shopping season easier for you by finding out more details at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. So simple to do it to enter yourself to win. I saw Alyssa in one of the videos recently. David, Tammy, G, the whole staff. So many people doing great things on social media for Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Family owned and operated business. Make it a part of your weekend plans. Stop into the shops and say, hey, I hear Goss talking about you guys all the time. I'm looking for something for her. And if I can't find it, I know you can help me. And I'm also going to enter on Facebook. There you go. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. You stop in, tell them you heard about my story. Goss's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Everybody have a great weekend. Hopefully uh, we will see you at uh, Rivers on Sunday. Go Great Danes, go Firewolves, go go Army. That's right. Fine. I'll, I'll pick a side. And go wash your hands and don't touch your face. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.